Hey, what's going on, everyone? Thank you so much. Welcome to another week here at the Inner Circle. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. Um, we it, it, It's crazy what's going on right now. So thank you very much for like escaping and joining us on this hour. Um, how are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> um, doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm eating a bowl of... <laughs> Before the show, I asked Sean, and Sean, how are you feeling? Because we were very somber getting ready. We were all doing things. So we were all very quiet. So then, like, I don't know where I'm like, Sean, how are you feeling about the election? And then <laughs> Just like that, too. Just like that. That same face. <laughs> He's like, I'm happy. <laughs> but, you know, it's too early. Like, like, I did mention to him, I'm like, I'm still nervous. I'm still scared. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, you never know what could happen. So, yeah. Um, how are you feeling, Ivan? Um, I'm feeling good. I feel good. Yeah. You know, I, I, this is what I think is going to happen. I think it's going to come into a tie because there's still four states that are still open. North Carolina, Georgia, and Pennsylvania, which Trump are winning. Pennsylvania has 20, 20 elects. Georgia has 16. And I feel like we were already being hinted to this because if you watch one of uh, Nancy Pelosi's press conferences, she was like, if it ends up to being a tie, it goes. It, it's up to the uh, uh, Congress to decide who the winner is. So, we they they kind of already predicted it was going to be a tie. That's what they kept saying. It was going to be really close. It's going to be really close. But it's going to be a tie. But I know that Trump's going to take it to the court no matter what. So, but I just feel like it's going to be it's going to be a fight either way because Biden's going to say he won, Trump's going to say he won, and it's still going to keep everybody divided. They're going to go to court for it. And even if it goes to a tie and the House gets to pick, who do you think Nancy Pelosi is going to pick to be the president? Exactly. I know. So that's why that's why when Nancy Pelosi was hinting to it, I knew that, you know, they kind of already knew that it was going to be a tie and it was going to be up to up to Congress to decide who won. So, but it's gonna be a legal battle. Like if you've been if you've been following on both sides, they've both been like, like getting a lot of uh, lawyers ready because they know it's gonna end up in the courts. Wait, so Biden's getting lawyers ready too? Yeah, well, it's it's not it's normal. It's it's uh, on every every presidential uh, race, you always have lawyers because in a situation like where like in a state where um, there's a margin of error. So if 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 you win a state by like the margin of error, I think it's like one percent. If it's less than one percent, you can challenge that state to a recount. But you need to, yeah. that's why you have like lawyers and stuff like that. So every every presidential race, they always have lawyers. But yeah, I'm just they I'm, have a big old they have a big old team like analysts and all this exactly shit. You know, it's bigger, because yeah. because that, that those are stuff that they can also use. Let's say if they go to the to the courts or something like that, they can also use like hey, we have our analysts like the, these these searches this this and that. So um, yeah. it's gonna end up, end up in the courts. It's gonna be it's gonna be an ugly, ugly battle, and that's why I always said I'm not worried about election day. I'm worried about after. I've always said that, even on our, our our previous episodes, I said the same thing. I'm like I'm not scared about the election day. I'm scared about what happens after. Yeah. Um. So did you guys hear about Little Wayne? Because we all know Little Wayne last minute Trump was pulling the stop with the rappers, and Little Wayne um basically endorsed Trump. Shortly after, we, I don't know if you guys heard about this, Little Wayne's girlfriend broke up with him. 
Um, and it has to do with um, basically him endorsing Trump. Um, yeah. And a lot of it has to do with her feeling like I'm a woman. You know what his party stands for. And yet you endorsed this man. So they broke up, according to TMZ. What's your take on this, guys? And do you think that politics, obviously a little way in his girlfriend's case, um, definitely plays a part in this. But do you think politics could hinder a relationship? It shouldn't. Honestly, if you do, if if you and your partner have political differences and you guys can't overcome that, then the relationship wasn't strong to begin with. You know, you have to understand that people have differences and people have differences of opinion. The fact that you're going to break up with your partner over a policy or political differences, that's childish. To me, that's very childish. And it's, it's, it's childish and it's like you probably weren't really invested into the relationship to be like, oh, you support somebody that I don't support, so I'm done. You know what? Then fuck you. Pack your shit. I'm, I'm going to eat my bowl cereal and watch your ass leave. You know, it's kind of one of those things. Like, seriously, you're gonna break up with somebody over politics? Childish. And actually, me, 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 and one of my coworkers were talking about it. My one of my white uh, coworkers. He's he's dating a Puerto Rican, and she's a she's a Biden supporter, and he's a Trump supporter. So um, they say at home they don't really talk about politics. But you know, when it does come up, because sometimes it does come up, like when she goes, she goes to work, because he says, "Oh, she goes to work," and her, her little friends are always gossiping what's going on, and then she comes to the house and she's all proud, like, "Oh, they jump Biden this," and then he's like, "Well, Trump this," and then that's when they start talking about it. But um, recently, he told me yesterday they they sat down and they talked just policy. They talk about immigration and talk about stuff like that, and they did find some common ground, and that's what I that's what I mean, like. Like I said it before, like people are so like angry is because we're so focused on what we have different instead of just be like, okay, we're gonna have differences, but so what? We've always had differences. We're always we're still the same person we were last year, or even before Trump was president. You know, we still had the same personality. We still had the same likes. Our just our differences were not so magnified like it is now. Sean, what do you, how do you feel about relationship and politics? And do you think like, and Little Wayne and his girlfriend situation, um, do you think that could, you know, a politics could hinder a relationship? Like your personal opinion, if it was you? No, I don't think so. It's, it's more of, I don't know. It would like, no, it's not politics. It's more of how, how you stand, like, how you how you fall with you know with um like humanitarian rights and stuff like that that's what i care about like i care about how you say it's like if you're a conservative if you're a fiscal conservative that's fine i don't have a problem with you being fiscal conservative but you know when it comes to human rights violations i want you to like be behind me about that and stuff like that you know god yeah no it, 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 you're, it's right it's like you know woman's choice um you know um abortion all that good stuff like it, there's a lot you know what i mean and, mm-hmm. and i not to put anything out there um but i had a conversation recently with someone who said who told me that they're basically voting for the bible um yeah for the bible um 
And because Trump and Penn, they're, you know, they don't believe in abortion and they don't believe And this person also told me straight up, you know, they don't believe in gay marriage. Um, and, and just all these things that the Bible, the man has written. So once again, and I even posted about it, I think on Facebook, I'm like, you know, it's so disappointing and disheartening that people, again, a Bible, something man written, you know what I mean? And here we have politics roping those people in, obviously and clearly, because some of them are that blinded that that's, because that's exactly what I was told. I'm voting for the Bible. And this is someone who's very near and dear to me, but... I have to call, you know, I'm not going to say who, but I have to still call it out and still feel like, wow. Especially one of the things we mentioned, like, oh, he doesn't believe in gay marriage and abortion and things like that. I'm like, okay, wow, okay. So, you know, it's disheartening, but, you know, it's it's crazy. It's some crazy times, but um, really quick. Uh, some good news. Um, congratulations to anyone who cares. Um, <laughs> to <laughs> Ashley Simpson and Evan Ross. Um, if we don't know who Ashley Simpson is, Ashley Simpson is the little sister of Jessica Simpson. Um, maybe a few years ago, you got, well, years ago, she had that big lipstick scandal. And Evan Ross is Diana Ross's son. Um, they welcomed their third child, her, this being her third child, and this being his second child um, together with her. And they named him Ziggy Baloo. So congratulations to... Evan Ross and Ashley Simpson. Ashley Simpson, she secured the bag. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> she made sure her kids had that Ross DNA. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so congratulations to them. I want to. It, it must be nice when you have enough money where you realize your kids don't have to have a a, real, a regular nine to five <laughs> job, so you can name them some crazy ass Apple. Um, <laughs> For real, right? Some somebody somebody else I want to congratulate. Obviously, because sorry, I got to talk back politics. Because you know I'm a, I'm a I'm a political junkie, as all I do all day. I feel like uh, I don't know. But also like young young people actually running for office. Like I feel like that's awesome. We see we see a lot of young people. I'm tired of seeing all these old people that have been there for like years still running the country. Like we need younger voices in there and. um we have a 25-year-old, uh, Madison Corhorn from North Carolina. He became the youngest representative uh, elected to Congress. He was actually in the military, um, and then he suffered a car accident, and he became a para- para- uh, paraplegic, so he's, like, on a wheelchair. But, uh, yeah, I think it's awesome. 25 years old in Congress, and I feel like politicians, once you're in there, you're in there for years, so congratulations yeah, to him. Maybe one day I'll be Absolutely. up there. <laughs> no, honestly, one one thing that one thing that got me mad back back to politics is when I was voting in Rhode Island, there was like two like different like positions with people's names on there that've been there for a long time and nobody's challenged them to that position. So it's like you had no other vote, other choice but to vote for that person unless you write your name in, you know. So I was like, you know what? I'm putting it out there. I didn't vote for that. I put my name out there. There you go. Maybe, there maybe, go. maybe not. Maybe not in two years. Maybe in four years. I think in four years, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll at least consider it in four years to run for some type of office in in, in Providence. That's what's up. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. But I, 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 Sean, are you nervous? <laughs> like no. Sean, I'm looking at Sean. I'm like, I'm like, congrats to Ivan, but I'm looking at Sean. Sean's a little nervous. So I was like, why? Um, how do Why? I, do, how do I forge my escape plan out of Rhode Island? 
<laughs> what? Please, he won't. He ain't in my district. <coughs> Wait, what's so bad about me being? Because you got. Because right, all right, all right. Okay. So I see. So I see. So you know what? Because we're gonna talk about. Because we. Because we're gonna talk about this later on. When we gonna talk about this later on. So you know what? We talk about this later on because we got a topic on this. So I'm not. Gonna... <laughs> Words were put in my mouth. I was just being here innocent. <laughs> With Janet Jackson's titties behind you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I know you had you had something that you wanted to um you was we were talking about before about social. You know, oh yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Sorry, that's what we were talking about. Sean distracted me. So yeah, back to to what Sean was saying. That can lead us in right into our topic of social categorizing. Like, how do you guys feel about people, like, just socially categorizing people based on, you know, like, who they like? Like, you know, or, or if you're, let's say if you're social categorizing, like, if you're black, you're supposed to like hip-hop. If you're Spanish, you're supposed to like that. If you're white, you're supposed to like country music. If you're gay, you're supposed to act a certain way. You're supposed to be a certain way. If you're straight, you can't be having gay friends because or else you're going to be considered gay. Like, just social random categorizing that we people do that i feel that is not healthy to anybody because it kind of puts everybody at kind of like i feel like that's that's a very divisive thing that we can that that we socially do without even acknowledging it or or or, or, or the fact or realizing that we're actually doing it absolutely i definitely agree and i, I and it's funny because i had a conversation a little earlier about this as well um yeah, like you said, we are born. It's so messed up. Oh, I was passing a child um, early. I was walking from the gym, running errands, and I passed a little girl with her father or grandfather, whatever he was, and she was just like, you know, the innocence of a child. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what I got. That's how I felt. I'm like, oh, the innocence of a child when children are just, you know, pure innocent. And then, you know, it's fucked up. Excuse the language as. You know that we the world us us and i say us because we all have fought in this we brainwash just like we've been brainwashed into okay so you're born and you're black or you're this so you must like this you must act this way like you just said you must and we and we've discussed this before because we talk about you know topics and things we're gonna bring um talk about on the show and even us i shared how our one of our own circle friends one of our good friends for years joking around but has made jokes about me in the past like oh because i love we all know i love britney spears oh you're the whitest puerto rican i've ever met or even liking you know i'm more pop house inclined i love all types of music but like you know and all types of artists but just on the artist oh you're such a white you know just a categorism you know calling me whitewashed whatever because what because i'm this race i supposed to only like this this and this so I get it. It, it, it does suck. And it, it goes the same thing with race. Oh, you're, you're a black man. So you're supposed to be tough. You know what I mean? You're supposed to be aggressive and, and this, or it, it is. And it's, and it's, it's not, and it's, walk. it's not healthy. Like think about those people, like, especially like, I feel like maybe like an ethnicity and ethnic people that are ethnic, you know? Um, even like for them coming out, you know, cause they, you have this macho presence sometimes for some, some like races and stuff like that. Like even like, 
like the black community when you're like oh no you're supposed to be like you know like strong a man like you know like tough and stuff like that so it's it's not even like even now like with politics and stuff like that you, you know like I, I see it a lot in Facebook when people say oh if you support Trump delete me right now or if you support Biden like delete me unfriend me right now like it's not good it's not helpful that doesn't help anybody that's putting people in a box and putting people some in a, in a category or like even right now when when I just said that and I know I don't know if someone really made a face or if you just said it just to say it but that's that's categorizing me because of who I support then I must be like that person and that's not that's not that's not fair for anybody for whatever situation you're in that's not fair for that person at all because you're automatically attaching that person to every every other stereotype or every or everything that comes with whatever you're categorizing that person with you know so i just feel like and 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 and, and, and it works in, in 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 many different situations you can talk about race when it comes to that you can talk about music like you said you can talk about Absolutely. politics you can talk about you know even friendships how many friendships have we seen like oh you're gonna chill with him he chills with that person like i'm not, I'm not fucking with you i'm not fucking with you like it's stupid you know at a young age i understand because you know you're growing up or even when we were like 18 19 20 we would do it because we thought we were the shit and we were like you know what you can't chill with us like it's just gonna be us our click and that's it you know but as you get older and you see older people doing it, it's like yo grow the fuck up and i see it on facebook as so i'm like delete me yourself if you really i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go to charles Lee and be like i'm gonna delete you because you you don't support what i support no like when the fuck did we get like yeah. that so no i i, agree. I think and i think we're um sorry but i think we're talking about two different things that seem similar i think we're talking about social isolation and stereotype. No, social isolation is when you is when you isolate somebody, you like exclude no, them from someone. No, no, social isolation is when you when you exclude everybody that doesn't think the same as you do from your group. Yeah, when you you, iso you isolate yourself, it, it, it's and it's kind of like a human thing. We like to we like to hear what we like. You know, we like to hear kind of like we like to hear our own voices. But, you know, we like to hear people who have uh, the similar thoughts that we have. And that's not healthy. Uh, that's I totally agree. I totally think that's not healthy. It's... I love I love hearing other people's thoughts and um, views on, on, on stuff. Um, but when it comes to stereotypes, I, you know, stereotypes, I, yeah, I've been called a white. Uh, the whitest black person, you know. Um, I I remember I remember I I was in high school and out, and they were like, oh, you, oh, what are you listening to? Oh, it must be techno music because you're gay, right? And then they'll listen to my music, and I'd be listening to like Slipknot or Linkin Park and stuff, and they'd be like, oh, wow, that's not what I thought you listened to. I'm like, Why? <laughs> I'm gay, mm -hmm. yeah, you know. Or and even, yeah. and it's even just... using big words. And when we talk and use like certain sm smart words, where I'm like, okay, that's so smart. I'm so like, okay, thanks. But even using like words that I guess us might know, whatever, don't really use like big words, yeah. serendipity, like just any words is like, oh, wow, you use big words. Or, oh, wow, like your vocabulary. Or, oh, wow, I've never heard someone use that word okay but does that make me do i not supposed to use that word do i not supposed to like 
carry myself educated and what I'm learning because I'm this color and I'm supposed to just fit a mold in your mind. It's a, it's, it's a very tricky thing. And even one of our viewers um, said it like, it's been happening since the beginning of time and it's not gonna change. There's just some things in the world that you know is yeah. not gonna change. It just sucks because it's easy. It's just, it's easy to talk about it and saying it, but we're doing it. We ourselves, us humans, we are brainwashing and categorizing ourselves and putting ourselves in these boxes. And we could be that change. You feel me? Like it could be, it could be that easy, but obviously, you know, we are different humans. <laughs> And I agree. That's why I said, like, when we're younger, like, even for us, like, together, when we were 18, 19, 20, you, you always think, like, oh, this is my clique. We're the shit. We ain't chilling with anybody. You know, like, it's just us, you know? But as you get older, I'm talking, I mean, like, when I was talking about it, I meant, like, at, when you get older, it comes to a point where you just, like, you leave that behind, you know, and you stop, like, when you mature, you're like, you know, I'm not like that anymore. I'm more welcoming to everybody. Like, I know people have different opinions yeah. than me, and I know people are going to think differently. I feel like that's the most beautiful thing we have as humans is that fact that we all individually think differently, and we all differently can contribute to this life in our own different ways. The, mo the moment we start, like, isolating everybody and separating ourselves, I feel like that's, that's when we lose ourselves as humans because we're no longer socializing, interacting, and sharing ideas. We're only just hanging out with people who think the same as we do, who talk the same as we do, and who listen to the same music as we do. And I feel like that's doing a disservice to us as a human, as a human society, as a human being. No, absolutely. No, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, different differences are a great thing. You know what I mean, and and that's what I, in ways, I've loved about our group because to other people would be like, oh, they're the same, but we're different in our own. We're all different. All each of us, we may be similar in so many ways, but each one of us are different in our own ways. So like that's what I feel also has made our friendship last this long too, is because we've. You know, throughout the years, we've come to gripes of like, okay, that's his way, that's that person's way, that's that person's way of thinking. And then some of us agree and have very similar views and, and, and such, but we, we're still different. So that's, that's what I've loved. And I think also is one of the factors of our years of friendship. I agree. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, now, last week, I don't know if you guys know, um, Omarion released some new music. He released a new album, and on YouTube, he had a special um, where he had um, Michael Jackson's son, Prince Jackson. And um, once I, you know, I, I wasn't intending to watch this. I stumbled upon it while being on YouTube. And um, he was interviewing Michael Jackson's son, Prince, who was basically promoting a foundation. I didn't know he um, his son was doing this, but I think it's so dope. And I even reached out to you guys when I found out. Um, it's called Heal the World Foundation. Um, and basically, um, Prince was explaining and talking about in the interview that he's just trying to carry on in his dad's footsteps of like, you know, healing the world. And he 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 spoke about, and even Amarion touched on how 2020 has um, definitely needs that. And that's why he's, you know, he was, they are doing that interview and wanting to push this. Because um, 2020 has been a, a year where mental health has been put, you know, it's spoken more on the forefront. We have not spoken about mental health so much. Um, 
since, you know, like the way this year we have and acknowledging it and not looking at it as such a, you know, taboo thing to talk about or looking at someone weird because of mentally mental health. So it's something that has been in the forefront and um, his foundation helps with that and healing and healing within yourselves and stuff. So I thought that was pretty dope. Um, you know, did you guys know he had this foundation going on? No, I didn't know he had a foundation, but it's good. It's, I'm glad he does. Yeah. I, 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 I love the fact when celebrities can just not, you know, profit off of people and just live off and do their own thing. You know, like people contributed to his success, to all artists success. And when they give back to nonprofits or they start nonprofits, I feel like it's kind of like you should do that. You know, because the reason why you're standing the way you are right now is because people either spent their 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 paycheck where maybe they didn't have enough money, but they still bought your album. You know, because yeah. they had to have it. So I, I I love the fact that they give back. No, me too. And, and he also co co-founded another charity separate from his dad. It's called Heal Los Angeles. The charity's partner with Loyola, Loyola Marymount University and works to end child hunger, homelessness, and child abuse. Um, he says that he structured it off the heel of the world, um, but on a smaller scale to lead by example. You don't have to be a pop star to make a difference, he explained. So, um, and he goes on to say, which I agree with, you can make a difference by going out and doing these things by yourself or with a group of friends in your own city, which I totally agree with as well. So um, that's pretty dope. I thought that was really, really cool when I seen that interview with him and stuff. I'm like, wow, that's dope. You know, it makes me like want to also get involved with different things. And we've spoke about it prior, like at the beginning of our show, how we would want to, you know, we've highlighted different things. Sean, you've highlighted um, different, like whether suicide prevention stuff or whatever. We've all highlighted different things throughout our episodes. And um, I know, I think I could speak for all three of us where we would want to continue doing that and pick something that the inner circle is really passionate about. So, because we do believe in giving back and, all this good stuff so that's really cool that's really cool that he's doing that yeah kudos to him thank you for that yes absolutely but now yeah, there's, um, a, there's a, actually uh, I should have looked it up there's a website I forget the name of it because I'm just awful with names but um, I did it a few times where you donate to charity but it's also like a raffle so you might win something like a car or a house or something and it's a it's and they go they go to really good charities. Um, uh, I've done it a few times for fun, just guy you know I had some money to s spend. And on, on and honestly, with nonprofits and stuff like that, honestly, even if you can't donate money, you can also donate your time and volunteer and help out. Mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm taking a, a nonprofit I'm taking a nonprofit class right now, and that's something that they're saying. Like, even if you can't help with money, you can also just volunteer your time. Honestly, I feel like when you volunteer, you feel good about yourself because I feel like you're giving back to yeah. a community. You did something positive, Listen, you feel good. I feel good when I see an old lady or whatever going a, a set of stairs or going up the stairs in an apartment building or on the train thing, and it's like, I got you. And I do it because out of my, the kind of my, out of my heart, you just see it, you just connect. The same way you, Mister, a Mother Teresa rescuing a mom <laughs> from the cold. Like, it's just this those old cat lady. 
<laughs> it's just those things that you feel in your spirit as a good person like you want to help it's like you know you have a grandmother as well you know one day you will be old as well god willing you get you're blessed with those years um and it's just good to help it's good you just feel good it's good to help it's good i feel so good when i help mm. something as small as helping someone to their grocery with their groceries to their fifth floor sometimes you know? I, so, sometimes i'm like afraid to just like help a random old person in the streets i why i be like i look at them first i be like you want you you want some help because i because i feel like when i'm an old person and somebody just walks up to me and tries to grab my hand i'm gonna pepper spray them <laughs> true I, true like who the f- but I mean, I mean, well, I, let's hope that you're just not walking up to somebody and be like, give me your hand and just start like walking up. You're going to ask at least first, be like, can I help you? Like, do you need help going up the stairs? Yeah, that's what I do. I'm like, you know, I kind of approach it. I yeah. Like, I'm uh, like, come I'm over here. here. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. Um, um, I used to walk. I used to, because um, I lived not that far from the hospital. So I used to walk to the hospital when I used to go get um, checkups on my hands for the surgeries. And I would walk past this old lady's house. And uh, when I see her garbage cans out, I used to just put them back in the yard for her. Uh, this, you see, this it's is a little thing. Nice. The smallest yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. It's a little thing. That's actually really nice to consider that, especially now in the winter time with the snow coming and all that other stuff. Even like shoveling, like, your uh, neighbors that are like old like shoveling their driveway for them you know because mm-hmm. who knows if they're gonna have somebody come and do it you obviously don't want them doing it by themselves so ask them i feel like old people are generous you might get like an easy 50 bucks 75 bucks because mm-hmm. them old people are friendly they they are friendly as hell no yeah seriously and um even some of my brothers i know that they have gone around they've done cool things like that where they buy some boxes of pizza and they like walk around and give it to people like that's really nice that's cool like i love things like that it's good to just give and yeah, i heard they were the giving po- out pizza to like um people waiting in line to vote i heard they were doing that oh people. yeah offset um offset yeah. um where um i know offset was one of them that went with like a food to give to people like mm. waiting in line to vote I mean, where are these states where there was like long lines? Cause like, I was, when I went to er, for early voting, I was a little nervous that I was mentally prepared. I'm like, yo, it's gonna be two, three hours. Let me mentally prepare myself. I was literally out of there in like 18 minutes. Like seriously. I wasn't in all quick. Like 18 minutes it took me. The commute was longer. Mm. <laughs> the commute was definitely longer, but um, it felt so good um, I'm voting that week. Um, a question that we have going um, back to social boxes and all that stuff. People con- um, people consider similarities as being compatible with each other. How do you fix that? Education. Honestly, you got to teach. Well, I feel like education starts at home and education starts at a very young age. You got to teach people that at a young age, uh, children, that, you know, it's okay to you know that people are gonna have dif- differences of style opinion of you like welcome that like you know be curious want to know other people you know it's natural for us because we as humans i feel like we look for comfort where we feel comfortable we feel comfortable around people who think talk like us you know like have the same vibes as us i feel like we always go for our well, what for, about for, if they're just compatible but but what i i mean maybe i'm i'm reading the question wrong and and comprehending it wrong myself 
from what I'm understanding from the question is people who have similarities and things in common to begin with. Like you meet someone is like, oh my God, I love this show too. Oh my God, you too. So like, is the, it, how do you fix that? Is that like, oh, you're just being comfortable or you're putting yourself in a social box with someone else? You get what I'm saying? Like you're putting yourself in that social box. It's it, sometimes it's just you meet someone and you have similar like, things. What do you mean? You like, I, like, should you should you not be friends with? Yeah. You, you find similarity. Well, no, his question is, how do you fix that? Well, you you, you don't you don't fix it. There's not there's, there's no fixing. There's nothing to fix there. Honestly, if you like, like by saying that, we're not saying don't hang out with people that have the similarities with you. Like your 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 group of friendship doesn't have to be so small. Like your group of friends that you trust with your personal stuff can be small, but everybody has room to have different variety of friends. Like all my friends, all my friends don't like rave rave going to raves and concerts you know we like going to raving concerts like um i also like hip-hop i'll go to ultra and go to that club i'll go to techno club i'll go to different clubs like you don't have to just always hang out with your people what i mean is like be inviting of other people that have different differences than you like be welcoming for that like i love chilling with chilling with people that challenge me and like challenge my mind of thinking you know like like if if i'm saying something like show me like you know prove me like so it like in politics wise i say show me that i'm wrong like you know i'm not saying that i'm right but just show me that i'm wrong that's all i that's all i'm saying like i'm welcoming your information to tell me and that's what i feel like people need to be more welcoming of like oh i'm not saying like just don't hang out with people that have the same no just be more open and welcoming to everybody else not just the people who feel the same way as you i think i talked too much <laughs> no no that was a good, good answer no. no because no i i wanted to get like i, I wanted to understand the way I read it, but not that was a good answer. Um, all right. Um, now, um, Ivan, it is time for Ooh, one are of we... our favorite part. Your favorite part? One of our favorite parts. I'm <laughs> all of our favorite parts. <laughs> all right. We are going to play Who's Most Likely? This is actually Charlie's favorite game. No, I wouldn't say favorite. One of I, them. I enjoy a few different ones. <laughs> you you love this game though. I, I, I like it too. I like it too. But I feel like it's one of the newest ones that we that we like. That it's like very like, because we know each other. Because we know yeah, each other. And this game actually also, if you miss episodes and you're watching and you're you're new to to watching us, thank you. Welcome to the circle. If you catch up to one of our bonus episodes, we play. We had a bonus episode where we played this with. We had our our circle friend, squirrel friend Melanie on, and we had one of our best friends for like years, um, Fernando on as well as a special um, guest. And boy, did that episode get shady and crazy! <laughs> you missed that episode, and we were basically playing that game. It was a fun one. If you missed that episode, go to our YouTube, catch up on that. It's definitely up. Um, it was basically the whole episode playing that game, and it was it was crazy. Um, all right, so Ivan, do you want to explain? Or do you want to take it away, Tariq? Uh, sure, most likely. So uh, Charlie's gonna pull out some cards. He's gonna read mm -hmm. what it says on there, and we have to decide who is most likely to fit whatever the description is on the card. Are we ready? Are we ready? Oh, 
Okay. Drum roll, please. Go. Where's sound check? Oh, we haven't hired sound check yet. <laughs> we ain't there yet. Mix the card. All right. Remember, I got long I got long memory. I remember shit. Well, got you. Here we go. Um, who who is most likely to think Africa is a country? Sean. <laughs> oh, no, no. Sean. Um, no. No. I was going to say Charles. I, yeah. <coughs> but, you know, I'm thinking about, like, you both back in the day. Because you are both, you know, I know, you are more educated now. <laughs> well, well, tra well traveled. So. I mean, true, but we were under the influence a lot, so that could have played a factor in it. <laughs> All right, next, who is most likely to use his inspiration inspirational quote in their email signature? Who is most likely to use inspirational quote in their email signature? Charles. Charles, yeah. I take that. I yeah. take that. Because I, I don't I don't use any right now. It sounds nice, but I, I don't use it in my email, so I would say Charles, yeah. A lot of my coworkers plus use it. Yeah, plus I'd be sharing inspiration shit, period. And even for work. Even for work, I've used that in my email towards the top. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean. All right, who's most likely to... <laughs> who's most likely to never get a hangover? Sean. Sean. Yeah. Sean. Yeah. He's like the energizer bunny when yeah. he's like that. Keeps going, I feel like he going going. I feel like he would have been like, Oh, I feel fine like the next day. Uh, like, oh. Remember I used to Oh fuck. Remember at um Mirabar I used to uh, go to the bathroom, throw up and then be back up for another drink. <laughs> for real? No, he's, he's not lying. I feel better now. I got more room. I got more room for yeah, alcohol. That's what I'm saying. I do remember you saying that. Uh uh. Yeah, I think our, our, our circle friends watching live definitely agree. Um, I agree, Sean, with that one. Yep. All right. Here we go. Who is most likely to will only speak to you via text? <laughs> I hate phone calls. Don't me call too. me. Don't yeah. call me. Text oh, me. God. Yeah, Listen, no. I'm a no, no. <laughs> I think it's me. I'm gonna say it. I think it's me. No, it's me because you know what? You motherfuckers. You know how annoying it is to have to sit there and listen to your little voicemails. You like the, the you like the. I was like, spit. I could text. I was like, she could have text that motherfucker. Yeah. It's easier. I feel like it's. Much. I feel like voice that's even too easier. much. That's even too much for me. Voice text. I don't want to hear people's voices. Just text me. Mm -mm. It, 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 no, it's like it's like cheese grater on my ear. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Listen, no, I. You see, and now you people out there watching. This is why I'm not a real big phone person. I'm telling you, I am not. Even with my own best friend, yeah. I do not really sit there and be like, hey, that was me when I was like in middle school and elementary school, when I was sitting with my friends for hours and maybe high school with my girlfriends back in the day, sit there for hours and like talking on the phone. But I, I hated that. I hated <laughs> it. 
came into um, play. Like I became a texter. I oh my god! I think I think that's why me and you like clicked so easily when we became friends because we used to talk and we used to do blah blah blah. Meet you at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. bye. When we, both, <laughs> we had house phones, baby. We had house phones. We just not we like yeah, okay. We're gonna uh -uh. Be <laughs> like I'm not a big phone person. I'm a texter, but with us. We have a lot to talk about, so to sit there and text that, and I'm a, and we are mm -hmm. all busy and on the go, so I can't be like that the whole time. So it's easy just to be like, record, so guys. <laughs> Sometimes it's you have to say a lot, and you don't want to send like a big ass paragraph because I'd be reading that shit and I'd be getting lost, and I'm like, damn, where the hell am I? At least you can listen to it, and you can be doing whatever you're doing. And comprehend better, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I definitely like the voice message better, but yeah. Phone calls, don't call me because I will watch my phone ring and then I'll text you later and be like, What's up? <laughs> like, right after. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I'll be like, What's I, up? Sorry, I missed the call. What do you want? <laughs> we are exposed to, but it's true. Like, I like, I don't know. Sometimes a phone conversation for people like us, maybe I even like, it's too much energy for me. It's like, it, ta it takes energy. I even, I, I even, I even hate when my drug dealer calls me and tells me he is outside. I was like, why can't you just text? He me? means weed dealer, <laughs> not drug dealer. He means weed dealer. Weed dealer. Well, you know, people think weed is a drug, so but that's what he means. Oh, <laughs> who's most likely to? What, what? No, talking about that, I have some news to say about the drugs part. But go ahead, we'll, we'll play the game. All right, who's most likely to? Is always the little spoon. Not I. <laughs> I am not always a little spoon because I know I flip back and forth in bed throughout the night. Um, I like both. I'm very. <laughs> I, I like. I like both. I like. I like. I like. I like. Uh, um, switching. I like switching. I like being the little spoon. Yeah. So like you. <laughs> yeah. You. Yeah. Like hey, wait. We I don't want to have to. I don't yeah, want to have to climb over somebody. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sean's like, I can't feel your leg on me. <laughs> Throw that big ass leg on me. No, oh. I like to sleep in the in the shoulder. Oh, you, you like know? sleeping on the armpit? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. So here we go. Who is most likely to is way down to go to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> it's way down. Who's oh, most likely to be down, real down to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Too excited. Charles. Charles. <laughs> Out of all of us, yeah, you. I mean, obviously, like if we have my little nieces and nephew, then yeah, yeah like, I'd be like, I'd be excited. I'd be like, oh yeah, shit. Yeah. I'd be like, oh shit, I came here when I was a little kid, like, you know, not but watching that. But as an adult, I've never yeah, been to a, uh, I've never been to a Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, I have. Honestly, I've never. Yeah, I have. Not even for birthdays, nothing. I've never. But do you guys remember DZ Discovery Zone? Tell me you guys do. No? Discovery Zone, yep, DZ I remember that. Discovery Zone? I remember them. Remember DZ Discovery Zone? Yep. It was like... I don't think I ever went, but I remember now. seeing it, yeah. Uh, I yeah. definitely have gone, and it was like, think, remember back in the days, McDonald's, when they had those big play pens and yep. tubes and DZ Discovery Zone was like that on like steroids but again mm. we were, I was a kid so maybe like now <laughs> if I went into one if they had one it would be like this was the <laughs> but to a little kid DZ Discovery Zone was fucking real cool and like all those tubes and 
foam things. It's kind of like those the ones they have now with the trampolines and stuff. Yep. They have one in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. You know what? Oh, I'm yep. trampoline. Launch. Yeah, they have big, launch big. and they have a uh, sky uh sky launch. They have a sky zone and launch. They have in Rhode Island. But our viewers also agreed. Charlie, Charlie. They say you're a Peter Pan of the crew. That's cool. Yeah, cause yeah, well, that that I that means like you're 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 a kid at heart. So that's good. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good thing. I am a kid at heart. I was just talking about that earlier today with my friend that I'm like a big, like in a way I realize my dorkness as I'm getting older, but I love it. Do you guys do you guys remember Fantasyland and Seekonk? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. With that with the little car race thing on the side of it. On the side, yeah. Yep. Definitely, I've gone to that a few times. Yep. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Sean. No, no, not in. Not in. Who is more likely to sit at a stop sign waiting for it to turn green? <laughs> Wait, at a stop sign. Sean. It depends on how or many blocks. <laughs> yeah, Sean or Ivan. Yep, uh, same. Sean or Ivan. <laughs> All right, one more. <laughs> Before we get going, so we could like get back to CNN and all these other places, um, because they're taking away from our 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 ratings tonight. <laughs> um, who is most likely to peaked in high school? Peaked in high school. Peaked. Peaked in high school. Peak as in like where they grow, where they where they reach their. Like I guess they're full. They're full look. They're full like. I want. I took it as full look. Full everything. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was popular in high school. I definitely. I, I say Sean. I see Yeah, I had a. I had a. I had a college boyfriend. And I, I say Sean. <laughs> I say. I used to walk to his car. I was like, ah, you know. I, I was like, I'm the shit. I feel like. I for for me from middle from middle school to high school it was a big difference. Middle school I had my face covered in all pimples. They kids used to make fun of me. They used to call me Rocky Mountains because all my face was covered in pimples. As soon as yeah, as soon as I, I went, I didn't know you had bad acne like that. Yeah, middle school. Once I went to high school, oh, middle school I had braces as well. So I had braces and pimples all over my face. So when once I went to high school. Right in between that summer, they took my braces off. I stopped. I stopped eating like uh, brownies and like greasy food, and I started like washing my face. I cleared out. So when I went to high school, I had no pimples. I had my braces off. I, I like Sean. I became more popular in high school. Like I was always dating like like I was always dating like the older girls. So I was always hanging out with her and the seniors or the juniors. So. I was, very, I was I was popular in high school, but I don't think I peaked in school. I, I think, think I peaked in high school. Yeah, I think I, I peaked. Blossomed. At, we blossomed. I think I think I blossomed, but I feel like I peaked later on as an adult. I feel like. I mean, I was never not popular. I mean, I went from, you know, <laughs> no, no, I no, I really, but no, I would never. You let people say that. See what happened? What happened was, in elementary school. I was beat people up with rocks when they would make fun of me, so that didn't that didn't fly. That didn't happen that long. In high school, I fought guys and girls. I didn't give a fuck. I was fighting everybody. <laughs> and then high school, I had razor blades. Nobody would talk shit about me. I don't let people talk shit. Mm-mm. Not in my family. Yo, uh-huh. Sean was. I mean, Sean. From the story Sean used to tell me back in the day during these times or whatever, because we knew each other. He ain't lying. He's crazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was always right. I was always bullied in elementary school, middle school. Once I went to high school, I was like, "Fuck Me this too. shit." I started playing. I started playing sports. I started like hanging out, making friends, and doing a lot of stuff. And then it just went Man, away. I was in everything. I went from music class. I was in dance class. I was like the the the, the cool like. And I think I mentioned it in this show before, but ah, uh, why not mention it? I won prom king in high school. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I did. I won. I mean, you knew that, no? I won prom king. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm big, so you know. But I, yeah, I, if anything, I feel like high school for us was our blossomy. Like, yeah, I felt, and I will. I was speaking for myself. I felt like I went from the ugly duckling to a swan transition. Because elementary, middle school, I never felt like the cute boy. I was picked on. You look, although it's stupid because we're all little then, but you look at when you're little and you look at the little boys and girls like, oh, this girl like that boy, that cute little boy. And again, this is elementary bullshit in middle school. But then you blossom and you blossom. It, we blossomed where it matters. I mean, I was ugly as hell in middle school. Once I got to high school, I was like, shit, no pimples, no braces. I, I mean, we, 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 we went to, I feel like we went to high school around, like, the perfect time, like, when it was kind of cool to be, like, the gay, the gay kid in high school. That too. Yeah. You know? That too. That's like when this gay started to be way more cool and acceptable and more mm-hmm. out there on TV than mm-hmm. Will and Grace, the queer folk on HBO, the queer for the straight guy. That's when it, it was like, it started becoming like, you know. Yeah. I see. Why now? I'm like. What are we no, doing? I, back no, I think now it's more open than anything. Uh, I feel like yeah, now, yeah. now it's more I acceptable. Imagine now because uh, now people are not afraid to show like they are, and it's bitch this and bitch that, and it's like everything. Oh, like yeah. they, they're out, and then one of the one of the uh, students had like the gay flag as the mask. They walk around the mm. school. I feel like it's definitely more acceptable now than. Like I feel like when we were in school, it was kind of like opening to it, like you, like you guys were saying. But now it's kind of like more, especially in the com- in the diverse communities. Yeah, no, absolutely. But this was fun. We haven't played it in a little bit, so today when like they were like, "Oh, let's play. What game do we want?" I'm like, oh, "Who's most likely?" It's been a month. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been a month. We gave it a break. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to mention this. I, this is like breaking like news. We were talking about the drug things. So you know that Oregon is the first state to decriminalize all drugs. Oh really? So Oregon decriminalized all drugs. So now instead of instead they're gonna give you a hundred dollar fine, or you have to go to a uh, do a health assessment in a rehab facility. Oh, Which wow. I, it, it, uh, Oregon really quick. I may sound ignorant for not knowing this because obviously we're all watching the last two days or the last thing. Oregon red or blue? Um, let me see. Let me see what it is now because obviously with this oh, election going on. Oregon. That's why we have our laptop, y'all. I think it's more purple. Oregon. Um. Yo, I can't type right now. What the hell? Oregon. No, Oregon was blue. Oregon is blue. Yeah. Oregon was blue. Oregon. Yeah. Oregon. Biden won that one. Yep. So it's more, um, so it's, you can see why it would happen. Obviously, it's a uh, democratic place. I feel like Democrats are for that. I feel like everybody should be for that, decriminalizing for drugs. Nobody should be in jail for, like, drug use, you know? Let's find out why that person resulted to drugs. What did that person's life, what impacted that person that they result, that they felt that they were better off 
feeling better about themselves when they're high you know when they're or sometimes it's an addiction people sometimes people have addictive personalities where they start something and they can't break out of it you know so i, I feel like that's that's awesome i i, I was always I, i've been oh i've always been a fan or uh uh in favor of uh like people with drug offenses to not be sentenced as criminals I feel like they should be in a rehab facility instead and we should be helping them to recover and so they don't go back to that if you send somebody in jail for drugs that person comes out of there they can no longer get a job so what are they going to do they're going to they're going to go to depression because they can't get a job because now they have a criminal record they're going to leave right back into doing drugs you know so i feel like good job to oregon sorry i got into it but like i said i'm heavily into politics so i can ramble off about it so good job to oregon hopefully everybody else follows suit i think that's i think that's yeah, no, i think that's absolutely. i think that's, that's that, really good I, I think that's awesome that is good and guys continue we are gonna get back to following with everyone in the country right now mm -hmm. um and maybe in even the world if you're watching from out of the united states and watching our circus going on um we're going to get back to that, but we want to thank you guys for escaping with us and joining the circle and having fun with us. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. <laughs> um, we really appreciate you guys each and every week, the support. And like, share, subscribe. Guys, yeah, check out our YouTube video. We had our, we had our uh, Halloween uh, episode last week. Yeah. Definitely go check that out. Um, follow us on Instagram for some update pictures. We also have some giveaways that we've been giving out giveaways on our Instagram page. Definitely check that out for some giveaway information. And obviously follow us on Facebook so you can watch our live. Or you can also do that on YouTube by subscribing, liking, and sharing it. Yes, and also please send in your... Um, your... Um, um, your question for ask the circle we love um we love to sit and interact with you guys and answer questions sent by you guys so please um send it in send us in your questions um for ask the circle you don't have to be mentioned it could be anonymous so send in those questions and yeah we will see you guys next week yes. bye, bye.